Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Mr. Soumya Mishra, who is the co-founder at uh, Samachar, a digital news platform uh, that brings you news that matters in form of uh, visual carousels, infographics, motion graphics, etc. Uh, Soumya is a graduate of IIT Kanpur and has worked for companies such as Intel, Hike Messenger and all before starting his own venture in 2019. Uh, hi Soumya, welcome to ELI. Hi Priya, how are you doing? Uh, doing good Soumya, how about you? Good, good. Thank you for having me on your show. It is our pleasure only. Yeah. Uh, Soumya, uh, please introduce yourself to our audience. Uh, so you, you did a pretty good job of introducing me already. Uh, so I'm Soumya Mishra and uh, I am a graduate and a post a dual degree graduate from IIT Kanpur in electrical engineering. Uh, my work ex uh, includes working in Intel where I used to work on GPUs and after that I worked uh, in a startup called Creo which was into uh, hardware manufacturing which later got acquired by Hyked and then I worked on Hyked and after that since last year I've essentially been pursuing my entrepreneurial journey in the space of news tech uh, with uh, our product called Samachar. So the co-founders on this are me and my wife, Uh Gotcha. Uh, tell us about uh, Samachar. What is it about? What uh, What is the problem statement you are solving? Right. So um, news and content and news in general, uh, news specifically, uh, is something that both me and my co-founder have been very passionate about for quite some time. And we feel that there are lots of lot of gaps over there, right? Like currently, most news that you will see uh, is either partisan opinion based stuff, or it's aggregator, or it's just like, you know, like, okay, this is what is trending on Twitter. And then you get a what do you say, a notification on insurance or daily hunt, hey, netizens reacted to this, right? But whereas we look at news uh, as something that is, that's a source of knowledge and information on a daily basis. So how do we change that? And how do we make news appeal to the younger audience, you know, especially Gen Z, the folks who are in high school and college or who have just graduated from college? How do we make news appeal to them? So that is the problem that we are trying to solve. And... Um, over the last one year, we have experimented with, you know, different content types, different form factors. And we figured out that, you know, to, to uh, reach this audience, you, you've got to communicate in, in terms that works best for them. So we found that making news short and infographic based, so less information, uh, less text and more information is what we are trying to target. Make it visual, make it beautiful, make it engaging. And yeah, so we are, we are basically doing multiple experiments on our uh, MVP, which is an Instagram channel uh, and where we have got a decent following of uh, over 17,000 people and counting. And uh, so basis those learnings, we have also like recently launched a beta app on Android. Okay. Uh, now, let me ask you a much deeper question. Um, sure. Uh, what is happening to news these days? As you rightly mentioned, it is uh, polarized, opinion-based, and all. Uh, can, can you can you um, um, explain to us what is wrong with the news uh, today and how it can be corrected? Uh, so I would like I wouldn't want to add a judgment whether it's right or wrong. It is how it is, right? Like I understand why it is done. 
so so the reason of doing all this partisan opinion based things in news is because it at a very visceral level it connects emotionally with the end reader and it creates a tribal feeling amongst the end reader so it, so that whenever you do an us versus them kind of thing with your followers right then you kind of get more tribal loyalty out of that so that that's an easy to do thing and of course everyone has figured that out okay this is what we have to do the first person whoever figured this out for them it was an innovation now now everyone is doing this everyone wants to like you know uh, go on that divide that is creating a lot of noise and uh, even if you look at news like if you forget the top headline of the, like the story which everyone is talking about but fundamentally most of news is actually objective right like a bill being passed a, a score uh, in a cricket match or or some sport score or a stock market movement or some some decision in a business uh, in the in uh, all of that is objective the subjectivity and opinion comes when you want to uh, tell the end user that hey this is how we want you to think about this news item right when you start pumping in your opinion over there and conflating it with news that is where the problem arises in my opinion but fundamentally news is objective if you if you stick to the facts if you stick to the 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 knowledge aspect of it then i think there is a there is a very interesting angle to look at over there right like i remember like like uh, Uh, as a kid, when I was learning to read, and my parents, their morning routine would be to like pick up the newspaper along with a you know cup of tea and some biscuits. And I think I learned to read by trying to read the headlines of the newspaper. And that that has been like a very like a big thing in my life. I've always been like reading newspapers and magazines stuff, and I feel I've learned a lot from there. For me, news is something you know, that's a source of knowledge to know more about the world. and it's it's kind of sad to see that it has become now a basically a point of argument amongst people so you want to change that like let's let's make news uh, you know engaging fun and also knowledge driving and let's let's remove the negative emotions from the news that that news is trying to drive okay uh, soumya as a budding stakeholder in the news industry what are the right. steps you are you are taking to make the news more objective and fact based and not opinion based so currently um, you know our, our tagline is uh, news that matters and we have a very uh, clear cut white list of what domains of news we uh, do on our channel uh, we essentially pick up news in either business or science and technology or geopolitics or or uh, policy level stuff in india of course with with our uh, launch of our app we'll definitely be scaling up to more domains and more types of content but our 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 mvp our, our most valuable uh, part of the content is still going to be the deep dives we do in these sectors right and apart from that we have a set of rules on how do we treat news right instead of saying let's say politician xyz lied about this matter which is a judgment that you are passing you said a political x politician xyz said whatever statement and this is what happened whether it's a lie whether it's to leave it to the readers to think about right and more than talking about who said what or who speculated what what their opinion is we try to deal with uh the more objective facts in that try to give more context to it right um so so for example like i'll not get into any political i'll not take any example of any political news because that gets uh, problematic let me take a news from business or from the world right like like what's going on with jack ma in china right now so 
the headline is obviously very catchy like you know jack mois been missing for a couple of months or whatever after he criticized but what's the background to it what's the context over there what is and the group what has uh, jack mois journey been um, what is the history of censorship in china these are things that are interesting to know about in the news right like like when you read an article or a headline don't you feel like oh but why is this we want to know more we go with that approach like like extracting knowledge from news rather than you know extracting or generating uh, emotions from news that is what we avoid we try to extract knowledge from news and try to make it fun okay very interesting uh we can go more into this but again our show is not about that uh <laughs> let's talk about your journey as an entrepreneur tell us uh, sure. when, when did you think of becoming an entrepreneur what triggered it uh i have always uh, been a bit of a what do you say someone who likes to have more control on my life so this thing is uh, something which has always uh, which is a natural i think is a natural fit for me this is something that i figured out in college that this is what i want to do in the long term i basically want to uh, run my own company in a space that i'm interested in now how to run a company what is the space that i'm actually passionate about that took some time to figure out and uh, i was very clear that before diving in like this is a very serious responsibility you're running a company at at once it uh, goes beyond you know, the idea stage you are now uh, you are responsible for the money of your investors you are responsible for the lives of your employees right it's a it's a big responsibility at the end of the day so i don't feel it is uh, at least for me personally i didn't feel it was right to jump into it until i felt i was ready until i had all the whatever i felt was were relevant experiences so i've tried to uh, frame my career uh, in that direction as well um worked in like a big mnc corporate to understand you know what are the best processes uh, that that can be applied worked in a startup in a very hard industry to actually see the hands on challenges of you know doing uh, moonshot projects and after that like once all those learnings were there apart from you know learning you getting better at your tech and all of that 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 will happen but learning these meta things once i was sure of that that's when uh, i decided okay yeah it, it's time to now you know flip the switch and move towards what i want to do with the rest of my life right okay once once you are past that phase what all activities you would do how did you uh, quit the job can you tell us the story of first uh, few days um so as i said right like this was something it was kind of at at some level it was a planned thing i i knew sometime back like uh, Three four years ago, that you know, in the next couple of years, sometime I will be starting up. I did not want financial constraint to be, uh, you know, a a, a, pro- a problem that you know that that pushes us to the wall too much. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of prepped for it. It it helped that the previous startup that I was working with, uh, it got acquired by Hike, and uh, you know, we made everyone made some decent change. from that uh, saved and invested it to make sure that you know i have like uh, what is a rainy day fund which will last me some time so that you know i can work without worrying on on uh, a domain that i'm interested in because this news thing right like while i personally feel for, because of the skill sets that you know both me and my co-founder urmi have in terms of uh our understanding of tech and manufacturing process and how that can be and and design and how all of that can be applied to this space but we have no experience in new space per se so we needed some time to even experience that industry as well so we needed that 
buffer of time and space to learn about the industry so yeah for me the the preparation aspect was basically save up so that you know that doesn't come to bite you uh, later while you're actually de- uh, dealing with the tougher problems in life okay um right. once you had decided about the entrepreneurship uh, and uh, you took all the first steps then right. probably at some stage you would be you'd have to uh, recruit people to pursue the vision right. you have how did you right. go about it what kind of people you brought uh, on board and how did that all, all go right so um, in in the space that we are working in while tech is an enabler and a good to have and generates value in the long term your bread and butter is always going to be content and content which is like getting updated on a daily basis so for us it was very important to have um, good writers uh, good designers on board for that process uh, the approach was uh, a because we were we have been bootstrapped so far so we tried to get interns uh, who uh, who have potential not necessarily that they have experience in that but if they have potential in that direction they and are are teachable then we train them and bring them up to speed and get them over here um so yeah we we basically uh, as we were bootstrapping uh, in amdabad we reached out to the college community over here the startup community and we we got a couple of good writers and designers on board and after that like once they got into the system we learned together um uh, after that growth has been pretty much uh, into uh, people to join the company it has been organic like i would prefer um, hiring people who are already known to the people who are working here you know that that uh, that personal network effect um, i think trumps any sort of uh, resume point that can be there mm-hmm. okay right uh what about the business side of it uh, when you hire people uh, right when you um, uh, when you are at a mvp stage you would have to burn good amount of money as well uh, did you Uh, how did you manage the finance so about burning a good amount of money it it again depends on your sector your approach and how you are doing it right um for us as i said we we have bootstrap we saved and invested the first the first uh, chunk of uh, what do you say investment into our company by me and my co-founder and we knew that basis how we are spending we had a burn that that it should last us at least a year year and a half so uh, that has that has not been a problem so far right i think it is important but for for a lot of folks i think for your audience if i want to think of the question from their point of view it is important that the early people that they get in their startup like especially the people who are like starting up in college who may not have access to uh, funds i think it's important for them to get a very uh, small tight group of people who are the early team and who have a decent skin in the game right so so they could be co-founders or they could have like stock options or whatever right but they needed some skin in the game to be able to do it not as a job you don't want your early employees to treat it as a job you want them to treat it as you know their baby as well so i think and and i think in that respect like it's a good opportunity for people who are straight out of for the still in college to start up uh although i would personally advise that they should get some industry experience before doing so but because the 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 college network is so fresh and the friends you have in college you're still meeting them on a daily basis when you're in hostel or whatever 
get some good friends who have uh, the right mix of skill set that you want and then start up that's a good opportunity definitely there i don't think you really need to worry about finances too much at that level okay okay um what is your vision of with this venture you are building what is the ultimate product you see a building out of this venture right so what we want to see is uh, samachar should become the go to news app at least for the zillennial or gen z janta of india right like the news that comes on samachar there should not be doubt about it and that you know there is something wrong over here there's something factual this should be the go to news source for for the young or the, uh, the young demographic of india that that is our our long term target with this uh what are the challenges you have uh, faced along the way while building this venture many man like challenges you will keep facing i have got uh, we you. still face a lot of challenges and we will face a lot of challenges down the line as well uh yeah sorry you were saying something yeah i have got time uh, to listen to all, all, all the challenges you have faced uh, why didn't you start with the funny ones <laughs> um i really have to think about it i think the main challenge to be honest uh, has been uh, delving in an industry where we have not had experience right like we don't have resume points to cover hey you know before this i've done xyz in the media industry news industry we have a feel that we can disrupt the space but we don't have that leg- uh, that experience in that industry prior to this so that was the challenge which i think the best way to overcome was you know you dive into the deep end of the pool we started this and for a year or so we have been actually covering a lot of news content and now we feel that you know we we know this industry and how things work much much better so that has been a major challenge that we have overcome uh apart from this uh i think i think in general there will be a lot of challenges in terms of business side judgment calls that you need to take on a day to day or week to week basis and and, and that keeps uh, continue right and yeah so another thing is so the uh, the earliest version like when we started we started off with like uh, you know text based content uh, long form articles are our approach there was to if you want to make news more dependable and information driven we thought why don't we make it like an academic paper you know in the sense that you have uh, uh, a small intro a background the the main thesis of the news and then you have annotation of sources and stuff like that and we try to make it uh, do all of that in a fun accessible language we thought that was a very cool idea but <laughs> it didn't work out so um, so obviously it's disappointing at first when an idea don't doesn't work out but then you have to take learnings from that and then you have the deciding when to you know switch the gears or pivot a little that's a challenge that that keeps coming up again and again uh, in 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 the entrepreneurial journey so instead of maybe looking at as like you should i think the perspective to be built here is that all of this is also a huge learning experience and learning will never stop okay Uh, right. speaking of learning uh, tell us what what are the things uh, you have learned uh, over time which can shorten the learning curve of other entrepreneurs out there who are watching uh, you on their youtube okay. yaar the biggest learning is there are no shortcuts which are sustainable to be to be very honest right you have to uh, put in your grind people some people might luck out at some stage or whatever but luck is not a sustainable process it is luck is not repeatable 
so uh, the biggest learning is you know don't don't worry about time so much be uh, to gain confidence you have to be good at whatever you're doing so so put the time and the effort and become good at it that is the main learning and that should be there irrespective of whether you're an entrepreneur or you're working somewhere or you're starting i mean that should be uh, like having a mind towards learning and putting in the uh, effort over there and not looking for shortcuts that that's an approach that should in general help uh, most people in whatever phase of life they are okay okay uh, tell us uh, uh, so uh, one of the entrepreneurs out there he came to our show and said uh, for every success uh, in the entrepreneur's life he must, will go through 10 failures at the same time uh, right. having said that can you can you share with us some of the failures you have gone through uh, or you have faced as an entrepreneur ah uh... i mean i i already told you that once uh, one part uh, you know what we initially came uh, mm-hmm. came out with in terms of content and that didn't work so that was that was i guess a uh, major failure but i look at it as an opportunity to basically learn and pivot um man my my like our per- personal perspective towards towards failure is that it's a it's a learning opportunity so i don't have these incidents pegged in my mind hey this was a major failure i mean that's that's just my personal attitude towards things Okay. I don't know if I can answer that well. Okay. Uh, uh, coming to my last few questions, uh, can you can you suggest uh, all the young people out there you know, for, about a way or a, a typical playbook they should follow uh, to become entrepreneurs or, or to start their venture? Uh, firstly, I think uh, people should realize that. It's it's not an easy journey, right? It's a it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of hard work, right? This is not a nine to five job. Your your mind can never shut off from work, even if you want it can't, right? You you're probably dreaming about <laughs> what you want to work on the next day. So so it's a hard journey for sure. So first thing first, people should have that internal clarity. Is this hardship something that they want? See a lot of. Um, valuable things in life only come after hard work you know look at all your elite uh, sportsmen like cricketers or football players and basketball players whatever right they put in a lot of work it's not easy you you see the trappings of success over there you know of hardik pandya going on to a coffee with karan and you know <laughs> making some jokes over there but that that is all fruits of the labor you don't see the effort that that guy has put in right he dropped out in ninth standard thinking with the clarity that uh, he will make it as an international cricketer right so <laughs> that kind of hard work is there so you should be ready for that you know don't look at the outcome and the fruits of the labor and think that hey this is a cool thing to do no it, it's a hard thing to do and if you're ready for that hardship only go into that don't go into it for the results i think this is a interesting perspective uh, everybody knows it already but uh, yeah uh, hearing <laughs> from you uh, right. so, uh, probably my last question uh, sure i should uh, have asked it at the beginning you you said you have worked for multiple companies uh, before starting uh, your venture uh, tell us what what is the key difference you found uh, between a full time job and an entrepreneur's life um so 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 if as you move through your career right and if you if you work somewhere initially at at an initial stage um you have direct control on the output on the work that you're responsible for right let's assume that you are a developer uh, in a company how well the code is written how fast you have written it how many bugs are resolved you have direct control over it 
as you move up and up in the ladder right from from developed you become an architect or a product manager or a, a vp or whatever right you are responsible for more things and you have less control over everything right a product manager cannot control what code is going out like it's not in his hands at the end of the day so and that's the journey. the entrepreneurship is the next part in that pyramid you are actually responsible for a lot of things that you don't have uh, direct control over so so that that kind of uh, what do you say um being able to that take that kind of responsibility and not knowing that you can't control the outcomes directly is something that that you have to uh, be ready with this is something that you will learn through your through your work ex as well um apart from that i think i, I went on a little bit of a tangent so if just uh, the question was about what did i learn from my previous companies that can be applied here right no uh, what was the difference between uh, your uh, uh, full time job life and entrepreneur right. yaar how my full time job life again so at the end of the day you kind of like when you when you're working at a job it's 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 like uh, whatever you you can kind of at least in the early stage of your jobs uh, you can kind of shut off your brain from work like after your back from office not that take it now with covid everyone is working 24/7 with wfs but at least you can shut off your brain from uh, work but again as i was saying like as you move up and up in this journey right that 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 uh, the responsibility that is there that you that you have that that keeps you awake right so that difference starts getting blurred as you move uh, up and up in this uh, in 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 any sort of career journey and once you are at a at any stage of responsibility whether inside a company or doing your own thing it it kind of becomes the same only thing now you become responsible for much more right like like a a vp in a company is still only responsible for his vertical but but a founder is responsible for every vertical that is there in that company so yeah that's that's the major difference man it's just the amount of responsibility you are taking and uh, how how easily you can shut off but yeah, take this for granted like as an entrepreneur you cannot your brain cannot shut off from work ever <laughs> absolutely absolutely uh, on this note i would like to close this session unless you have any final message uh, i would like to say it it was a great pleasure to host you here at eli same here man it was a pleasure talking to you and i really like what you guys are doing uh, with this podcast series so i hope you interview more and more uh, people and you know give out these nuggets of wisdom for your overall audience so yeah all the best Uh, thank you somya and our best wishes for samachar uh, listeners you thank can you. follow uh, somya on linkedin by typing somya misra that is it for today's episode we will be back with another yeah. exciting entrepreneur stay tuned to eli all right.